0: Okay, we are back with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Miss Barbie Berg. We are here with the hilarious Steve Solberg.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: And our producer, Nick Galetti. Hola. In the murder room, that is not scary, <laughs> but a little terrifying. When we realized the walls are twelve inches thick. We found out today. Yeah,
1: that was an interesting factoid. Interesting.
0: I'm telling you, this <laughs> new studio he made is so nice. It's very comfy. It really is. For not having windows, it is surprisingly comfortable. That's the goal. Yeah. I love it. It's really quite fantastic. Awesome. It's
1: super cool. We should live here. (laughs) Okay. You could live here. I do live here. You kind of do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you do live here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I want to talk about what I'm calling the curse of the nice guy. But we're going to go more in depth of that. So I asked... Like you hear a lot of times, like people saying, nice guys finish last, the nice guy never gets the girl, blah, blah, blah. So I was asking on Facebook, this has been several months, and I was like, talk to me about nice guys. What are your thoughts? And every girl responded with the qualities that we see in quote unquote nice guys really are very much weakness. And that is one of the biggest turnoffs for women. I would say in the world, like top three weakness.
2: Weakness is an emotional weakness, physical weakness, all of it combined.
0: Maybe all of it combined. Okay. But, um, so where a lot of guys are like, well, uh, but I'm nice to you. I'm nice in general. And it's like, so it was really interesting because guys version of what they think a nice guy is was different than what a girl's version is of a nice guy was. And I noticed over and over again, it was weakness over and over again. From the girls. From the girls. And so, kind of the same thing with me. Like, I like quiet guys. I do. They balance me out. They get me to calm down, which, heaven forbid, we all know I need. I do. I like that. That kind of soft-spoken, but, you know, when they speak, they actually have something to say. Those kind of things. But... When it comes to weakness, you know, it's kind of like we're looking for someone who is assertive, who is, I hate to say the word alpha male because it has gotten such to be a buzzword right now. with
2: Toxic masculinity. Toxic
0: masculinity <laughs> and just those things. But yeah. like we want men to be men who will stand up and do things. So I was just thinking about that. Do you guys have any thoughts, feelings?
1: I, I think there's a lot, a lot. Uh, on this topic, because um, it's it's something that I'm guilty of. And, mm-hmm. and the nice guy syndrome is, I, th- I think it's a few things. It's insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that particular uh, phrase, insecurity, I've kind of called it the unforgivable sin with women. And honestly, I think if you project any level of insecurity you will never that woman will never choose you. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, it's just not something that they're going to get over because Mm -hmm. it's, I think security is one of the core things that attracts women to a man. Mm -hmm. And, and that can sound in, in, in 2022 or even, I mean, honestly, we've been having this discussion for the last 10 years. Um, people hear that and they go, well, I don't need a man. I don't need it. No, you don't. But you, I think women are attracted to men who show strength in leadership and have these qualities that it doesn't mean like, I think sometimes people hear this and they, they go, oh, that means you're going to be some kind of authoritarian figure. And it's like, no, that doesn't mean that at all. Mm-hmm. That means that he's going to take like, Planning yes. into things and making sure that you have all the things that you're wanting to, that your needs are taken care of. Now that's a balance because there could also be a guy who hears that, and then you fall into nice guy syndrome because you go, "I wanted to make sure I took care of all their needs," and he goes, "What do you like? What do you this? What do you that? What do yeah. you?" And that is a guy who has taken no leadership in the in the relationship. Yep, and has completely said you take absolute control and i will just run around like a little surf and do all the things that you need to do <laughs> yep and it is the least attractive thing any guy can ever do it's funny because i know this and i still you know if i'm i what's the word that everybody uses now that that simp or whatever yeah simp, i don't totally know yeah. what it means and to be that. honest if you know the meaning of it and you have details into it your life is going the wrong way you've screwed up <laughs> absolutely
0: <laughs>
1: knowing that word uh, but but this is what i wrote one time and and so just it, i could be completely wrong but this is steve taking notes when he was thinking on this subject i said the unforgivable sin of insecurity with women has many names that it can be given insecurity laf- lack of confidence unsure waffling no faith and I said, no faith is perhaps the best one because faith is a principle of action and a principle of power. No faith equals no action, no power, no attraction. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that, like, we talk about this. Faith is a principle of, of, of power. And, and I think that really people who you see exhibit faith in their life you see lots of good things happening for them. Mm-hmm. And I think when you practice no faith in a relationship, it's like any woman is going to be like, well, there's no reason to build here. Yeah. And so when you go into a relationship, even if maybe she doesn't even like the things that you chose, but you planned a date and you said, let's go here, let's do this. You can even give her some choice. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be this like, we will eat at Popeye's Chicken, exactly, because it's what I like, and <laughs> it's like, nah, you can give her some choices and yep. do some things. And I, I said Popeye's because I ate there tonight. Yeah, <laughs> he still has the bag yeah, right here. Yeah. Sponsored the program. <laughs> they have, yeah. But uh but yeah, I think when you when you plan, when you show that faith that you're like, I'm gonna try to do these things. Whether or not even she likes those things, I think the impression it leaves on her is much more powerful that it shows that you're uh, a proactive guy. Mm -hmm. And it makes and are you still a nice guy? Yeah. 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 Because you planned. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between the guy who plans and the guy who just dotes on his girl and tries to make sure he's doing all the things right. Don't try to do the things right. Do things Mm -hmm. and be okay that you might not nail it. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't nail it and she's like, "Uh, I hated that or whatever, you maybe have then put yourself in a scenario where then you get to choose and you get to go, oh, this isn't my girl. Yep. And and then you can move on and find somebody who appreciates those things better. Um, But the guy who's always like, oh, I hope she likes me. She's never going to like you. No. She's never going to like you ever. And don't, (laughs) if you find yourself in that scenario, and I get it. I've been in that scenario hundreds Mm -hmm. of times where I go, I hope she likes me. But also try to take a little bit more control. Have a little more faith in yourself and just be like, okay, here goes. Yeah, This is about uh, me and her both trying to figure out if this is going to go somewhere. Yeah. This isn't about me trying to cross my fingers really hard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Convince her to like me. Like, what can I do? You're exactly right. Like, confidence, initiative. Initiative is huge with us. There's a guy that I know that, wonderful, sweet man. And I will tell you, every woman I've ever talked to that he's gone out with and we're just not feeling it. Like, I've even been out with him. We all said the same things, like, he's just weak. Like he's not someone who's going to be assertive. He's not a protector. He's not these things that we personally need. I do believe that he is going to find someone who is going to appreciate that. I. but you know, like this person um, ended up losing their job and it was an invalid reason, like legally invalid reason. And when people talk to him, like you need a lawyer, like this is legit what you need to do. And they were like, no, it's fine. I'll find something else. And to me, I was like, I could never be with someone like that when it was literally something like you were screwed over. And legally, you need to be taking steps to be doing to take care of yourself, stand up for yourself. And they wouldn't. And I've seen that kind of thing done a couple of times. And I'm like, I can't be with someone like that. Because the other thing is, I'm a bit of a freight train. Like women we tend to take on a lot. It's just naturally what we do, especially in our families and stuff. We can't be taking on their battles every time, too. We need you to take something on. So a couple, I guess it's been a couple months, um, I gave a family home evening at my singles ward about things I've learned about online dating. Like, here's what you should have in your profile. Here's the things things that you should do. And so I was telling guys, I was like, hey, when you're ready to ask a girl out, Don't be like, well, what do you want to do? Give her choices. Be like, would you rather do dinner or an activity? Great. You want to do dinner? Would you rather have Chinese or Indian? Like you want to, like you said, give them options, but you don't want to be like, we're eating at Popeye's. You're getting this meal. This is what we're having. Right. You don't want to do that. And I was trying to tell him, like, if you do that initially, it establishes that you're someone who's willing to step up and be like, cool, you tell me. You choose between these two. I'll get the reservation done. We'll go. We're going to have a great time. And we love it. It instantly just, we love it. And there was a guy that rose his hand and he was like, well, why is it something that she wants us to do? And he goes, is it because um, getting ready for the date and everything is so stressful that she just needs us to take, to like do that? And every girl I've talked to has had the same reaction. We're like, it kind of almost infuriates us like what that's the dumbest crap I've ever heard. <laughs> like what are you ta- Oh, we're so stressed about going on this date. Please, dear man, make the... No, we no. want to know that you can make a reservation at a restaurant.
1: Yeah, like that that's a ridiculous question because it, it could ridiculous. go both ways. Why is being a normal person who can plan an evening so hard? So hard. Is it because you're so Nervous yeah. getting ready for the date that you can't plan an evening? <laughs> like, come on, man.
0: Like, I don't think that's the case at all.
1: And I think it it does go, you know, multiple ways where, like when you said, look, I'm a, I'm a freight train who is doing lots of things mm-hmm. and planning and doing. And it's nice to have somebody be able to. I think that there's that recognition, too. It's not you're not planning because she can't. Mm hmm. You're planning because she plans so freaking hard that yes, you're trying to say, let me let you take a break.
0: Oh, my God. Just even hearing that is like, yes, that is exactly <laughs> what we want. Thank you.
1: And it's like, I know these things, but I'm still as single as I'll get out. And, <laughs> and I still, I think we, whatever, fall prey to the insecurities sometimes and, and, uh, It's funny because it's like, who who does that joke where uh, I think it's like, you're never attracted to the person who's attracted to you kind of thing. Uh (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, well, why would you like, why would she like an idiot like me or whatever? (laughs) But then it switches and now you're playing chase and stuff like that. And I think, um, oh, shoot. There was a point to that. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something about the the push and pull of it. Yeah. But when you're both going together and, and traveling in the same way that makes it like, oh, that's mm-hmm. great. I think it's because, yeah, I perhaps oftentimes tend to be too far one way mm-hmm. where I'm asking them, what do you like? What do you like? Or too far the other way where I'm like, where she's going, what do you like? What do you like? And it freaks you out. Yeah. Uh, when someone goes what do you, I want to just make you happy. you yeah. like, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Where in truth, like somebody like me, I love to find out what you're passionate about. So if you called me and were like, hey, I happen to have tickets to this concert or to this thing. And it's something that I really love. Would you want to come with me to that? That is something I would be super excited to do because I'm like, I want to see what do you like? What are you passionate about? Not just about me. Let's learn about each other. Um, that guy that I dated in February that had the kids, I had really wanted to go see this Van Gogh art exhibit and I didn't really want to go by myself. And we just kind of started seeing each other. And when I was like, I don't know, would you want to come to this? And he was excited to go and his kids were excited to go. And it was like, oh my gosh, I love that. Instead of him being like, well, what do you like? What do you like? I want to get it. I was fine throwing something out there, but if he had told me like, Okay, there's a pinball convention, and this is something that I really like. It may sound weird, but do you want to go with me? I'd be all over it. I'd be like, done, let's go. Let's learn what you like to do, rather than just, well, where do you want to eat? I don't know. But it's also kind of like people's, and I do know that this goes both ways, but on people's dating profiles, when they don't have any description, it just says, ask me. Ask me questions. Oh, what do geez. you want to know?
1: Oh, that's lazy. Oh, it's awful. And you see it. Pretty often, really? you do,
0: and I've heard that it goes from girls yeah. that girls and guys both it's like do
2: clickbait it. Clickbait for social mm-hmm. for for dating the Ask
1: size. me if you have asked me on your social media
0: as an instant swipe note. You
1: gotta recognize that you suck. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I need you to know. <laughs> I need you to hear it right now. <laughs> Usually, I see it on really like really attractive girls' mm-hmm. profiles. And I see it like, yep, yep. <laughs> you're done. That's a no. Uh, that's a no. And uh, You see it
0: on really attractive guys profiles too. And it's yeah. kind of, I have this saying that I told my nephew because my nephew has always been extremely good looking and women just chase him. And I told him once, I said, you need to realize that you're not always the cheese. Like you got to stop letting girls chase you. Like, yes, you're an attractive guy, but you got to have more that more to offer. Like we need you to project a little more and i always give them crap i'm like if you're gonna be related to me you need to have a good personality i need you to not just be good looking <laughs> so.
1: there is something to that the population is chasing around.
0: Mm-hmm. Like 80% of
1: the population is chasing around like eighty percent of the population is chasing around two percent of the opposite sex <laughs>
0: absolutely
1: and uh and those two percent they got it pretty good yeah they got it pretty good yeah. i think they're their personalities might end up weird. I don't know. I, don't, I think there is the some person. hot people who are great yep. that you're like, I don't know. They're they're golden. Yeah. Um. But I think there's other. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need to chill out on that because I think sometimes in my head I give attractive people harder time because I'm like, the <laughs> life that
2: they've lived, <laughs> those privileged few.
0: I kind of do yeah. the same thing, though. Like, I do not like pretty boys. I just don't. Because the ones that I've known and been friends with and dated don't know how to give. They aren't as skilled at, you know, being in a good relationship. It really is. And it's because they've never kind of had to. They've never had to try. They've never had to develop their personality. You see that with women a lot. If they're super attractive, they like there's a reason a lot of us are funny. Because <laughs> we've had to <laughs> establish, well, oh I'm not going to be the super hot one. So,
2: <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Well, like, yeah, anyways.
2: I was thinking actually the the nice guy Mm -hmm. thing, we'll put that again in air quotes. Sure. But there's a lot of different reasons, I think, that the nice guy can come across unattractive. Mm -hmm. We've talked a little bit about it, but there's also this notion of you don't know who they are, so you don't know what to like, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're hiding yourself, it's probably a sign that you don't like who you are. Yeah. And that brings in a whole other set of problems. There's also the nice guy... That is kind of the knight in shining armor, nice guy. Uh And those tend to leave women feeling broken. Like I'm going to come in and I'm going to do all these nice things because you can't do it for yourself because Mm -hmm. you're so broken because you, and I, I I was in that camp. Sure. And, and so I, I can say that it did not work well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's, there's essentially something that's missing with every nice guy. Uh, every version of it, there's a a question mark. But when you date someone who knows who they are and they see no reason to apologize for that, not necessarily parading their imperfections, but just understanding that who they are is a person of value, that's not a question mark. You know what you're dealing with. And in a life where you have tons of question marks, what am I going to do for a job? How are my kids going to be? What is this going to, you know, all these question marks. The last thing that you probably want is a question mark and who you're going to be attached to, who you're going to marry. Yeah. And so nice guys are masking something, whether there's nothing there to mask and they're just masking emptiness or they are masking something that's undesirable. It just becomes this warning sign of you're covering for something. You Mm -hmm. can be a good person without having to overdo it. And let me see that person. Mm -hmm. So – I I would say that there's a sense, too, with being a nice guy or some people may call it people pleasing. Um, You know, that's not sustainable and you don't want to be around when that crashes. And so whether that's how you identify it or not, there does come a point where people, especially if you've been dating for years, you know, 20 years, whatever, you kind of see the signs, you see the patterns and you know what's coming and you cannot sustain the people pleasing forever. It it will stop. Yeah. And it, it's going to be it's a it's kind of an ugly fall mm-hmm. when that happens. So I think that men or women when they see the nice version it's just something's bubbling and I don't want to deal with it.
0: You know, and the other thing is we kind of know this as soon as somebody proclaims themselves as a nice guy, we're instantly like you're not a nice guy. Because no, if you have to right. point it out, that's just they those tend to be the ones that are like i'm the nice guy i'm always getting screwed over and then when girls are like i'm just not interested they're like whatever you're a skank nobody ever wanted to be with you anyways yeah they're and campaigning
2: like, and yeah. and they're press releasing it's kind of like the politician ads we're seeing a ton of right oh, now yeah
0: it's
2: like all oh, this guy's in bed with this people and blah yeah. blah blah it's like that's not really true but you're just trying to sway people to your opinion and and that makes you feel good fine and but we do that in dating you know mm-hmm. we, we make people take sides and that sort of thing. absolutely. So, but yeah, the nice guy thing, I, I admit I had that real bad. Mm-hmm. And I think it was funny because when I met Heidi and we started dating, it was because I was just breaking up with this other girl oh, yeah. that I was kind of like, not really disinterested, but not being the nice guy I was with the other girls. One of the girls that I dated, she literally, she wasn't a member of the church and... She had a a bit of a drinking problem at the time. Uh, We were at a cast party after a play and she was kind of hitting on this other guy while we were dating. And I was like, what is going on? This is really awkward because everybody in the cast knew we were dating. So at some point I went over to her and I was just like, is everything okay? And she was drunk, which is when she told the truth, obviously, (laughs) a lot of people do. Uh, And she just let out you are too perfect for me and you really? never do anything wrong. And you do all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, well, that's not the real issue. Yeah. But in essence, what it was is a sign of, I was people pleasing a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that she knew how to kind of compartmentalize what was going on. But it was a sign to me of you're doing an awful lot of people pleasing. Cause if she's not seeing you do anything wrong, then you're, there's stuff you're doing wrong you know uh, but it helped me to kind of see maybe I'm not being as honest with her as I sh- should be
0: that's interesting and
2: and so but like I said when Heidi came along it wasn't that I was not interested it's just that I I was kind of at a point of I don't have the energy to be the nice guy anymore mm-hmm. and I love that so that, yeah. it just kind of became natural then the people pleasing thing is huge because yeah
1: it, I think that's you know the the nice guy isn't doing a lot of the things that he's doing because he's he's trying to do it i mean he is trying to people yeah. please but mm-hmm. he's not trying to drive girls away a lot of them are trying to attract women and and do all the things but it's like yeah you're 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 putting yourself down yeah and you're you're like not keeping the love thy neighbor as thyself because you're not loving yourself. You're yeah. trying so hard to love your neighbor, but not yourself. And it just comes through as this great imbalance. And uh, that becomes what you
2: give to the relationship instead of just what you are. And so it becomes a transactional thing, right? It's hmm. I've been so nice to you. I've done all these things. I've done this. You can't leave me. Yeah. Because I've invested so much and you'd be a bad person if you left me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez.
0: Which happens. And, and women are guilty of that, too.
1: And that's why guys love to say, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Because it's a defense of yeah. saying, yeah, don't it's... you dare leave, because this is how I've defined myself yeah. as She your left because she's helper. a bad person, Yeah, not because I did something wrong. There is, I think, sometimes a little bit of a, a superhero complex with some of the nice guys
2: where they want to
1: rescue somebody and want yeah. to be helping somebody.
2: Well you're pre- you're you're prepping your dump you're being dumped, right? You are you're, you're I'm going to be everything good so when I'm dumped I'm not the bad guy. So it's almost like you're it's you're kind of projecting to a sense of I don't think this is going to work. Maybe a girl will call that bluff, I don't know, but it just feels like it's not natural and therefore it's not sustainable. So I I don't know. That's so interesting. Yeah. I, I've been seeing some,
1: and I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it, but because it's like, I've been seeing something similar to that Yeah, where we, we have this concept that it's like, I love hard and I, I do Mm -hmm. everything. And and it's like, and I find myself going, yeah, I relate to that. And there's one of my favorite songs that even has that line. (laughs) When I fall hard, I fall, I fall hard. And I was like, oh yeah, that's me. And it's like, (laughs) but, is that healthy? Is that how you're supposed to love? I mean, I definitely think, yes, be yourself, be open and it's okay to have your emotions on your sleeve kind of thing. But at the same time, am I doing it maybe with a little bit of this side intention of being like that
2: way, that I way I'm feel... not the bad guy if it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
2: wondering like, and, and I'm just going to use you, Steve, since you're here. But like, if you were to say to yourself, Maybe the reason I feel that being cuffed is trapped.
0: <laughs> Stop saying the word now. <laughs>
2: is is because you're not being fully honest with yourself and therefore whatever relationship you're in will feel trapped. Like, I can't sustain this because that's not me. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see that for sure. So, like, I know for me that even for part of our marriage that felt what I, like what I was doing. Um, you know, having a depressed wife doesn't make that situation easier. But I think that, that nice guy thing is if this isn't going to work, I don't want it to be because I wasn't the guy who tried.
1: Yeah. And, I wanna...
2: but in essence, you're, you're kind of saying I'm prepping for defeat. I'm I'm expecting this to not work and it's okay if it doesn't because I feel trapped anyway.
1: It's yeah. It's embarrassing because it's, it's, uh, it's a behavior I know that I've done before. <laughs> oh, I've <laughs> do done you ever, it. do you ever play around the world? Remember that uh, math no, game uh, no. uh-uh. when you were in in uh, elementary school? So the, I skipped elementary the school. Teacher, <laughs> I was so smart. <laughs> so smart. Well, I was so dumb that I never <laughs> won around the world. <laughs> around the world, they have flashcards, right? Okay. And so they'd do flashcards: six plus four, and there'd be a kid sitting at the desk, and then a kid standing behind. Okay. And the kid, whoever says it fastest. Gets to stand up and go to the next desk and stand behind the next kid. And I remember as a k- dumb kid, uh, I shouldn't <laughs> say that, but I was so nervous that I would shout the wrong answer. And so. And you knew it was the wrong answer? Well, I didn't know. Oh, okay. I wasn't great at flashcards. I, I was mostly just anxious when it was like, do the math fast. I was like, I, 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 don't, I don't even know my name. <laughs> like, I couldn't do anything. So. So my plan always was just to yell out the number that the kid behind me yelled, and be like, "Oh, it's so close! Uh, and I was just a fraction of a second uh, behind." But the the problem with that is that, uh, and it it was me planning to fail. Yeah. But I wanted to fail in a way that made me like, "Oh, Steve, so close." Mm-hmm. Um. And, and, but the problem is, is when the kid behind you also doesn't know the answer, (laughs) six plus four and he'd be like "Uh, eight and you'd be like eight. Oh no, (laughs) No, that's not not it. You guys are both dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think sometimes relationship wise, uh, yeah, I'll do the, the planning how to fail. Yeah. And I could see being a nice guy is a great way to fail. It's the best way to fail.
2: It's the best way to fail. Because you don't yeah. really lose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You look great and you go, well, just how it yeah, goes. I'm a
2: nice guy. Yeah. Maybe what? one of these days I'll find a girl that appreciates a nice guy.
1: Finally. Yeah. And and then you get to complain online and be like, well, this I'm is a nice what guy. happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the other thing that I notice is I know a lot of nice guys, not self-proclaimed nice guys, but people that I would genuinely be like, yeah, that's a nice guy. He's not assertive, blah, blah, blah. But they're always interested in women that are not interested in them. But I always know of two or three women that are interested in these guys. And they have zero interest in them whatsoever. So it's like you can't be saying, like, I'm a nice guy. Nobody ever wants to date me. Well, you actually have people that want to date you. So stop taking that. You also maybe need to evaluate, like, why am I attracted to these people who do not want to give me the time of day? Because there are so many guys that I know that are like, ugh. These girls don't like me. Well, these five girls like you. Well, I don't want to like them. I mean, it's it's with guys yeah. and girls. Same thing happens. Yeah. So the other thing I want to point out is there is a difference between nice and kind. So my aunt, who has been married for, oh my gosh, I think she's been married for 50 years now. She told me years ago, because she's always giving me crap. She's like, stop trying to, like, she's, she worries that I make it too much of my personality that I want to be with someone. Like, it's just part of who I am. And I don't feel like it. I mean, maybe I do make it too much myself. I have a podcast and I talk about wedding dresses all the time. Maybe it is a little (laughs) much of my personality. But one of the things she told me, she said, if there's even one quality that I can tell you that you need to have in whoever you marry is that he needs to be kind. And kind is different than nice. And that's hard to like, have you ever heard the saying of people on the West Coast are nice, but they're not kind. And people on the East Coast are kind, but they're not nice. Have you ever heard that? Say yeah, I can see that. And it's true. On I love people from Philadelphia. They are gruff as crap, but they would give you the shirt off your off their back. They would, absolutely, but they'll say the F word while they're doing it. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, okay, what is happening yeah. here? But I was shocked at that because a lot of the people on the East Coast don't like my personality because I'm bubbly and they assume that they're that I'm not a nice person, that I'm actually trying to like screw them over, that I'm trying to scam them. I get it whatever but then that people on the west coast like somebody i was just reading about something like this the other day and she was like yeah i'm from new jersey and i was in california and i broke down on the side of the road and needed to like do something and she's like every car passed me by but on the east coast people would stop and help you unless you're in utah people will stop and help. but at least i think <laughs> we're not um, west coast though no but we're not west coast but it's kind of the same thing of like being nice like a guy i'm a nice guy i do these things for her it's like but are you kind are you you know are you nice to weight staff or do you are you only nice to nice to wait staff when there's a cute girl watching you do it are you only these things or are you just genuinely a kind person there's a very big difference and a lot of bad boys for lack of a better term actually can tend to be kind of kind people like they will tip well they will treat weight staff well they will you know, kind of, I'm a jerk to everyone, but I'm great to my girl. That's kind of like the, the woman's kind of fantasy, I think, in a way. Like, we like that guy that's a bad boy, but when it comes to us, he's tender and he's gentle and he's loving. But when you flip it, I also know some guys that are genuinely, like I said, nice guys, just good guys. And it seems to be without fail, they marry the wenchiest women, but they're married forever. And they're like, I'm happy, I love her, and this is great. So I'm sitting back here going... But you should be with someone who's nice to you. And they're like, nope, I'm happy. This is great. This is my person. So, I don't know. Those opposites do tend to attract. Some ways. In some ways.
2: I think that to get back to this nice guy phrase, it's kind of come in weird ways through the media too. Like, there's how many movies from the 80s where the nice guy was the, the guy that got trampled by... What was, mm-hmm. uh, was it Sixteen Candles? Was that where that movie where the where the nice guy was the guy that was in Two and a Half Men? What's his name? I'm trying to remember the actor's name.
0: Oh, you're thinking of Ducky from Yeah. He is in Sixteen Candles, isn't he?
2: But wasn't he I mean, wasn't he the one that
0: the best friend? Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 the guy that yeah. He's the nice guy. Two and right? a Half Men is that Charlie Sheen? No, well, it's it, the other he's one. in that, but it's the other guy, and in, in, oh. What I also didn't really nameless? see that show.
0: No, I just knew that guy. John Cryer. Like, John Cryer. So
2: John Cryer was, you know, oh, Pretty in Pink is Ducky. Man, all the 80s movies That's fans are going to be pink. like,
0: you guys are so dumb. That's right. <laughs> so
2: so yeah, and, and Pretty in Pink. <laughs> How he, do you not know Pretty in Pink?
0: Come on. <laughs> all the nice guys yelling at the radio right now. But
2: Ducky is the nice guy. He's the nice guy. Right? And- I think we kind of all grew up thinking, well, I'm either going to get the girl or I'm going to be the nice guy. Mm -hmm. And in the end, no one hated the nice guy. Yeah. So if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, bank on it, if you're thinking, well, I'm not the jock, I'm not the guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be the ducky because that's the next best thing. I grew up watching movies. Like that over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that theme happened a lot in 80s movies. They happened in 90s movies. But there is there is in most... Actually, if you get into Korean dramas... Heidi's very big into Korean dramas. <laughs> All my friends there, are too. There is a nice guy in every Korean drama. Mm-hmm. It's the same theme. It's not even like culturally significant that it's here in the US. There is a nice guy in Korean dramas... And there's probably others and other ones, too. But the thought of, of being the second place guy is better than being the bad guy. And so you just kind of go with the odds. And somehow women, I'm not saying that this is a blame game thing, but maybe the reality was is the nice guy never got picked in the movies either. So why did we think that was going to work in real life? Yeah. I don't know. But maybe women kind of got it into their programming of don't go for the nice guy. Mm-hmm. Go for the guy that you want.
0: It's not even in our programming. I think it is honestly like.
2: We're and I don't mean all, biological programming. No, but
0: right? we are all like we are drawn to the men who are gonna be protectors, who are gonna be providers, just like men are naturally drawn to women who are more physically beautiful, who naturally are going to give birth to children, like those kind of things. Like that's just a natural thing. And so I was just looking about, like, what is the characteristic of a nice guy? And it says, nice guy is an informal term commonly used with either a literal or sarcastic meaning for a man, often a young adult. In the literal sense, the term describes a man who is agreeable, gentle, compassionate, sensitive, and vulnerable. It says the term is both used positively and negatively. And I would agree with that because that's the thing I wanted to reiterate again is that when women think of a nice guy, we think of weak and we think of boring. But when guys think of a nice guy, to them, it's something I feel like it's something very different.
1: Sure. Sure. I think if I hear nice guy, I mean, I want to go with a happier definition yeah. that wh- where it's like, yeah, that's somebody who uh, is nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think probably attributing more what you would use kind mm-hmm. for and be like, yeah, that guy's nice. Um, but there is times where I've, I've used, I know I've said, we're talking about somebody and they go, what do you think about so-and-so? And you go, ah, yeah, they're nice. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it is not. But see, that to me it's sounds just, like you're I describing have, a mediocre restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Like, yeah. It's, nice. It's, it's a three right. star. Yeah. It'll, it'll fill you up. If that's yeah. all you're wanting, you'll be fine. But most people go, no, if I'm going to get calories, I want them to taste good. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i think that that's a really kind of almost borderline crass way to describe a person but the idea is still there of i don't want to settle Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. nice guys are the settle they'll always be there right because they're always going to be nice and um that's too safe it's not exciting
0: you know but one of the other things i was just thinking about is maybe a product of that like one of the characteristics of that is being too available or agreeable. Like one of the things the dating coaches, um, were teaching me, cause I tend to be a very agreeable person. I'm very accommodating. And they're like, you are doing it wrong. And they were teaching me that there was this one client that they had. And she like, she was an older lady. She was like in her fifties and she met, Oh, it was somebody was setting her up on a date with this pilot. And so they were texting back and forth and it was going great. And he was like, well, I'll be in town next week. I would love to see you. And she's like, great. I'm free all next week. Let me know. And by like Thursday or Wednesday, she hadn't heard anything back. And so she was talking to her coaches and they're like, oh, you don't just say anytime. I am available whenever you want. She's all, write them back and say, hey, I haven't heard from you. My week and my weekend is filling up pretty quickly. I either have Friday night from 3 to 6 or I have Saturday from 2 to 4. Do either of those work for you? And he responded right away and was like, yep, boom. Because it's almost, I think, a subconscious thing. With women, we tend to make ourselves too available. And I think that's a natural thing for guys that it's a turnoff. That guys guys like a is chase. Is that a
2: turnoff? A girl is uh, too available? Uh... Um, I think it's hmm. a
0: subconscious thing again.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I. I,
0: I, You pray about it. Let me know.
1: I'll pray about (laughs) it. I (laughs) I guess because my mind uh, and maybe this is saying too much on a podcast, but I have one girl that's like being impossible to schedule.
0: You don't want to be impossible. (laughs) That's annoying. And
1: I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm losing interest. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There is a balance to it. Yeah,
2: there is. Yeah, yeah. you don't
0: want to be like, mm, we could maybe go out in four weeks at this time, but
2: but that see that's concrete. If yeah. it's four weeks, let's get together in four weeks. At least you know you got four weeks. Like if they're that so busy, that's constant. fine.
0: That's fine. Yeah,
2: but if if
1: but if it's just like the flake fest, yeah, where you're like. And I even allow flakiness because I realize I'm I'm a flake as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: And I allow flakiness too because I am also a flake. And I'm like, I need to get better about that. Yeah. That's something Kristen's scolding me on. She's that's like, the
2: ADHD, right? It is
0: the ADHD right there. But she's like, you need to be aware of it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But those things that it's too available, but it's also kind of like about the guy with the open ended, ask me anything. Where if a guy, this is something Kristen and Lauren really teach you is put things in your online profile that make it easy for someone to start a conversation and look for things in profile that make it easier for you to start a conversation with them. So instead of just looking and being like, hey, you're pretty or blah, blah, blah. They could look and be like, oh, I see that you are in Paris in one of your photos. I'm looking at going there. What's your favorite thing that you've seen? Like if someone that was the first message they sent me, that is an instant, like let's start talking great i will ask you questions about your profile instead of just hey you're hot like <laughs> how many of those oh my god it's just it, it's gets just boring it's just over and over so it's again it's that same thing of you took the time to look at my profile and ask me a particular question that's assertive that's and it's not toxic masculinity that's I am actually taking an interest to you and I want to put time and energy into getting to know you. So I think it's just kind of the same thing with the nice guy and the weak guy. The weak guy is very different. So yeah. I mean it's like I want to give an example but I'm worried the person listens to. So never mind.
2: <laughs> Change the name of the innocent.
0: Well, I'm not going to say their name <laughs> at all, but we were going it to it was so his name is Meve,
1: <laughs>
0: Meve Fulberg. No, it is not about Steve. <laughs> no, but we were all going to this, it was an activity and we were camping, we were staying overnight. And this person came up just for the dinner part. And um, I was talking to them. I'm like, oh, you're not going to stay overnight. And they're like, no, nah, I hadn't planned on it. And then people convinced them to stay. And I was like, oh, you decided to stay. And And they were like, yeah, somebody found me a blanket and somebody found me a sleeping bag. And I was like, that's awesome. I was like, good, we're glad that you got to stay. And they're like, yeah, well, I basically just did the same thing last year and and people took care of me and got it all set up. So I just figured that's going to happen again this year. And let me tell you, if I could be less attracted to someone like it was like not repulsion, that is not the right word. But it was like and I will never be with someone like you because you purposely came Without things because you knew other people were going to take care of you. You can't even provide yourself with the basics. And I was like, how are you supposed to take care of me in that case? And it just, I was, every girl that I talk to and I tell them the story, we're all, it just gives us the ick. We're like, nope, we're done. Absolutely not. In no way, shape, or form.
2: All right. Rank this for me. Okay. Which is more of a turnoff. Okay. The nice guy that you just described. Yeah. Or the guy that extends his hand to shake and he does the dead fish.
0: The guy I just described.
2: Is worse than a dead fish handshake. Yep,
0: because you can change a handshake, but you can't change their natural.
2: <laughs> sure, you can change your personality.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can change a handshake for sure easier. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I remember
2: that dead fish was, handshake is really that, gross. Things Seems can telling. change. Take my strong. But some hand. people just
1: don't know, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It, I think it was Lauren and Kristen that they had a client, super good-looking guy. Worked out all the time, blah, blah, blah. And he was having a hard time meeting women or whatever. And one of them saw him running on a treadmill once. And he runs like a (laughs) (laughs) T-Rex. And they had to like sit him down and be like, you have to stop that. And he's like, what do you mean? He literally had no idea he was doing it. And it was like, that was the biggest. But it was, so it's just kind of like, ew, limp hand. Okay, we're going to teach you how to shake hands. We can do that. That's (laughs) the thing you can change. That's fair, but you're not going to change your initiative.
2: Okay, which is a bigger turnoff. This is like the grosser than gross. Tell game.
0: me,
2: nice guys. Okay, or guy that picks his nose.
0: Nice guy again. It's a ch- thing. Something you can change.
2: Okay. Wow. Nice guys below it's nose picker. Nose now nose again, picking. keep in
0: mind when I say nice guys, it's the woman's de- definition of sure. nice guy. So Meek, what,
2: if what if he picks his picks nose and, and does the dead fish? Oh,
1: I thought you were going to say, and eats it.
0: I mean, this is kind of how dating in your 40s kind of feels like, do you want the guy with this or do you want the guy with this?
2: What's grosser than gross? Well, guys might think the same way too. Absolutely. They might think, well.
0: Do I want the girl that's this?
2: How much baggage am I willing to
1: take? Absolutely. Because, yeah, there is such a. The nice guy syndrome can absolutely be the nice girl syndrome absolutely. as well. Absolutely, and I think guys don't call it nice, but they just—do uh, they go? She's crazy. I don't know. I don't. I'm I don't think, to think that's think of crazy what they
0: though. say. I think it's more of the sweet spirit.
2: I think she's too available. Ooh,
0: sweet spirit. I think that to me,
2: that's what sweet. it would be—is too available. You guys yeah. know that song, right? Uh-uh, the sweet but...
0: spirit song. Do you not know sweet spirit? I don't. Okay, so there's a LDS movie called Sons of Provo. Just go listen to the soundtrack. Oh,
2: I know the movie. Okay. Oh my
0: gosh, the song Sweet Spirit. They're like, you're so nice. And they're like, <laughs> It's
2: like a boy band. Yeah, you uh, may not version. appear
0: it, but your soul's a pearl of great price.
2: Oh my gosh. Like
0: it's this whole thing <laughs> about weird. like you bake cookie or brownies for the new guy in the ward. But he... it's the funniest thing. That is the equivalent of the male nice guy. Yeah.
2: The female nice guy. Yep. Nice girl. I, uh, have you dated a nice girl in this definition? mm, I haven't because I wasn't going to,
1: I know I've been the nice guy. A a weird thing happened to me when I got home from my mission, I was attracted to the first girl that I thought was like meeting all of the, me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I am crazy into her. Yeah. very uh, fast. Right so fast. I remember telling my roommates I just I just think she's amazing and she got sick and I remember I made a can of I brought her like soup but I like drew a face on it and like glued like a little smile and a nose on it, it was like get better soon. <laughs> oh. And uh effectively did everything I could to scare this girl away. I mean that it seems like that was very nice but I remember even or friendly i guess i i walked her from we had math class together and i walked her from math class to the next class even though she didn't really want me to do that but Mm. i was like yeah this is great and it's weird but i remember telling my roommates about her and i remember them meeting her and being like huh and uh Just because it was a sort of a little uh, bit of a Michael Sarah moment, if you know Arrested Development, where they're like, Yes,
0: her, her,
1: like it was just (laughs) kind of a weird (laughs) girl that I was attracted to. They're like, You're into that girl? I was like, Yeah, but I scared her away. I absolutely scared that girl away because Mm -hmm. I was being so. Yeah, Yeah, I think you're so great (laughs) and and she was like I don't
2: like this it doesn't feel real it feels like an infatuation Mm -hmm. that'll go away yeah
0: like the kind of the term love bombing it's one of the things I was reading an article from a therapist like I hate the word narcissist because it's being thrown around so casually anymore everybody "Ah, my mom's a narcissist everybody's a narcissist but she said one of the things you do want to look out for is men that love bomb you immediately like instantly all their texts you're so amazing you're so beautiful you're so incredible you're so smart Mm. and thinking back to guys that have done that i wouldn't label them as narcissists but it definitely was not a healthy relationship it was not it was not someone i was attracted to but it was something like it very much was a warning sign like because it's okay to give compliments but when you're just like you are the most incredible person i have ever met and you're like. We have spoken on the phone for 10 minutes. It feels
2: like a manipulation almost. Because it's like, I'm gonna make it so that you don't you can't see me as a bad guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then as like kind of the problem that I always run into, as soon as there's a little crack in their idea, this thing they've put on a pedestal, then all of a sudden it all just breaks and but that's not what m- most girls get. Okay, so anyways, before we finish up, I just found this article that I thought was interesting. And it was five qualities of a nice guy that women hate. And one of them I thought was really interesting. He makes rejection a moral issue. Yeah, and it's true. That's probably one of the biggest things. Like, you are rejecting me, therefore you are a horrible You're person. You're a bad
2: person. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, I mean, I hate to be, I'm not going to be too graphic, but it's true, like, you will have guys that message you and are like, hey, you're this, you're that. And then as soon as you're like, I'm not interested, they really do send messages like, you're a fat slut. Nobody wanted to be with you anyways. And it's like, Jeez. wow, you sure are the nicest guy I've ever met, but it's just that quick. And so I thought that was really interesting. Um, this one also, he touts his own kindness. So true, like, it's kind of like when you do charity work just to do the photo op and then you're like, gotta go. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gotta go over here. Uh, I thought this was interesting. He doesn't sympathize with women's trust issues. That is actually something I've thought about recently.
2: What does that mean?
0: So we do have a lot of trust issues where we need to feel safe with the person. Now, when we say safe, yes, of course, there is a, a part of it as physically safe. But really, it means more emotionally safe, you know, those kind of things that we need to feel comfortable. We know that you're not going to intentionally harm us. You're not going to do any of those things. Again, mental. We need to feel safe. So when we bring up things like, let's see here, it says, women are distrustful of men. It's often because men have harassed and mistreated them. It says, yes, not all men do this, which is 100% true. It says, but women don't automatically know which men are responsible for sexism. And that that's going into a direction I don't care about but it's understandable that women would be wary of men or people in general when women are reluctant to talk to a stranger it's not because they're just being stuck up wenches it's because they've had experiences that make them wary even if you're not responsible for these experiences you should understand that women is just being rational by basing their decisions on them um i thought that was really interesting though because if we bring up like hey i need to take a step back or These things, I have had guys be like, well, you're just a tease. You're just this. You're that. Instead of being like, hey, what can I do to make you feel more comfortable? Because I want to show you that I am not these other people. And again, that's not your responsibility, but it is something that we need.
2: Well, I think that if you're so, if you're not very confident in who you are, you're going to take a lot of things as offense. Yes. Because you think that they might be right. I mean, I did that quite a bit um for a while because it was like is that what you're saying is Mm -hmm. is that what you mean and it's like nope not what i said nope but clearly that's a sensitive issue for you Mm -hmm. and that was something that we definitely had to work through in our relationship in different ways Um, for a long time heidi and i we didn't do projects together we didn't do certain things Mm -hmm. because anything the other person said was like are you attacking me are you making commentary on me and that's not what it is, and that made it very difficult, and it was stressful. So, why get into that, right? Yeah. Like, why to get into the relationship where you feel like that's the dynamic of having to walk on eggshells all the time? Yeah. But you can you can change it. You can learn to get through that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing about the nice guy thing is it's not like it's not a death sentence. You could just like yourself enough to not have to worry about that. I mean, that's simple in concept obviously it takes time to execute but you can like yourself enough that's the solution like yeah. yourself enough that you don't need to do that
0: i would agree do you have any other thoughts steve
2: uh no i i liked all
1: those points <laughs> 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 it's hard because sometimes no i shouldn't talk about it but sometimes i watch the little thing on the I know screen I do too. Should I turn it off? Well, it's so neat to see.
0: <laughs> Nick has this giant TV screen in the back that has a countdown of how long we've been going on, but it goes down to what the thousand. No, but of not that. Second? Not
1: that. I like oh. watching the little uh, the sound waves, voice oh, waves, the sound waves like, of how loud. Like you want to see what words make what shapes.
0: Focus! <laughs> focus! But, Steve, focus. but
1: <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> I liked that advice because it made this cool little pattern. On yeah, the, the way rain. you said
1: that looked like a duck. <laughs> 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 it didn't look like oh, a duck, oh, Man. On uh, that note, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was uh, I. I loved all of it. I love the idea that nice guys—that some of it is maybe you're being a uh, protecting yourself. Yeah. From rejection, so that you, so that when you do lose, you feel like you still won. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is at least in Utah, I think that is the most common nice guy. Um, there is the nice guy who's who's uh wearing a fake nice guy bag on his head, and then when you take it off and he and he's really super mean. Mm-hmm. but i I imagine that's more rare. I don't know. maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong. That's the East Coast player, right? Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say it is in the m- minority.
1: It's in the minority. It's there,
0: but I do believe it's in the minority. I think
1: mostly, like, the guys listening to this podcast, I think are probably more guilty of nice guy as being your soft landing for when you fail. Mm-hmm. And and I think to them, it would just be like, hey, man, be comfortable with failing. Be yourself, Yep. as they always say. And then yeah. just, like, have a little bit more courage.
2: Yeah, was, was the guy in the... Back east, that you the the player online was he a nice guy? The one that you and about nine other He's ladies. He's not somebody
0: that I would consider a player. No, or that he was a nice guy. No. Okay. No, because he wasn't like he wasn't love bombing or anything. He actually did all the really? things that we you genuinely... guys FaceTimed
2: for hours. That's not love bombing.
0: No, it wasn't because he really. The other thing is he has a photographic memory, which is one of the reasons we realized he could remember all the stuff about all the women. Mm. But he would ask genuine questions. And then we'd be talking about something. And all of a sudden he'd be like, yeah, you mentioned that the other day and go into that. And that just makes you feel so loved and listened to and heard and those things. He was very good at those things.
2: I was the nice guy version of hearing where it was almost like I heard too much. And it felt like, why are you listening so intently? To mm-hmm. cat- you were like cataloging. Yes. And I think that's a little bit different. Nice guys will listen to catalog for ammo, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um. Or points. Or yeah, yeah, areas to mm-hmm. to kind of capitalize on.
0: Interesting. But
2: it's like a very unhealthy level it's it's it's, women don't make that part very easy sometimes No, i want to feel heard but i don't want to feel heard in the creepy nice guy way Mm -hmm. it's it's very um it's very difficult to know when you've crossed that line
0: well and it's kind of the same thing what did i see it was like the difference between fifty shades of gray is that he's a billionaire Because if someone else was doing that, that lived in the exact same thing, but lived in a trailer park, he'd be a psycho.
2: He'd be on Criminal Minds.
0: Exactly. And it's kind of like, you know, the difference between romantic and stalker is if you're attracted to the person. Right. Period. That's just how it is. So, sorry, nice guys. Damned (sighs) if you do, damned if you don't. I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice guys, it's your fault.
0: It's your fault. (laughs) Nobody wanted to be with you anyway. I don't want (laughs) to listen to this show anymore.
2: I'm just sitting here being nice.
0: <laughs> They're mean. Okay, those are all the thoughts I have. Steve, do you have any other thoughts? Nick?
2: I'm good. I'm all thought it out.
0: I know.
1: I just want to say woo, 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 woo. It's making really cool shapes. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts. Thanks for being nice. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back to talk to you soon.